Chapter 6 Oh, Vincent! a high voice cried. Karina? In my house? Delia wondered. The lamp on the end table clicked on. Delia's fifteen-year-old sister, Sarah, stood behind it. Oh, Vincent! Sarah mimicked in a high, swooning voice. Karina is going to come between us. Vincent promised me she won't. Sarah, you little creep. Delia leaped off the couch and grabbed her sister's arm. You're not funny. You're really not funny at all. What are you doing in here? Sarah pushed Delia away. It's my house too, she sneered. I don't need your permission to be here. Delia narrowed her eyes at her sister. Sometimes she couldn't even believe they were related. They're about the same height, with the same dark hair and brown eyes. But Sarah had no clue about makeup or how to dress. Tonight she wore baggy jeans and an ancient Girl Scout t-shirt that said, Make new friends but keep the old across the front in big green letters. Delia rolled her eyes. What was Sarah's problem? You're supposed to be at swimming practice, she told her sister. What are you doing home? Why don't you go get a life instead of spying on us? Sarah stuck her tongue out at Delia. Oh, real mature, Delia snapped. Are you fifteen or five? Five, Sarah shot back, like your IQ. Come on, guys, Vincent interrupted. He stood up. Give us a break, Sarah. We're trying to talk. How can you talk with your lips pressed together, Sarah replied nastily. She laughed at her own cleverness. You're just jealous, Delia snapped, because you haven't been out with a guy all year. Sarah gasped. Delia instantly regretted her words. I shouldn't have said that, she scolded herself. Sarah is so sensitive about how the guys at Shittyside aren't interested in her. Satisfied? Sarah snapped at Delia. Satisfied now that you've totally embarrassed me in front of Vincent? Are you happy now? I'm sorry, Delia started. But her sister didn't let her get the words out. I hate you, Sarah screamed. With an angry cry, Sarah kicked the portrait of Gabe. It toppled over onto his face. The drawing of Britty skittered across the floor. Leave those alone, Delia cried. I need those pictures for the Conklin Award. With another cry of anger, Sarah grabbed Delia's self-portrait and ran out of the room. Hey, come back. Delia and Vincent leapt up and chased after Sarah. When they reached the hall, Sarah was already halfway up the stairs. Delia stopped at the bottom and slammed the banister with one fist. Sarah, give me a break, she cried. Give it back. You know I didn't mean... No way! Sarah didn't turn around. She stomped the rest of the way up the stairs. Fine, Delia snapped. Have it your way. Just don't spy on us anymore. Sarah stopped on the landing and spun around. She glared down at Delia. Oh, I won't, she sneered. Her eyes narrowed as her gaze slid from Vincent to Delia. I'll do something much better than spy, Sarah continued. That's a promise. A chill stiffened the back of Delia's neck. Sarah, what did you say? She cried. What are you going to do? Chapter 7 At school the next afternoon, Delia found herself thinking about Sarah as she searched her locker for her geology notebook. I never should have embarrassed her in front of Vincent like that, Delia realized. I've never seen Sarah so angry. So angry she hadn't spoken to Delia since, and she hadn't returned the portrait. Delia had other drawings she could use to replace a self-portrait, but she didn't like them as much. She sighed. The contest would be so close. She needed every advantage she could get, but she felt so distracted all the time. She kept thinking about Karina, and now she had to worry about her sister, too. On her hands and knees, Delia searched the cluttered floor of the locker. What did I do with that notebook, she thought. I'm spacing out way too much. I can't let my grade slip now. I've worked so hard. So I was wondering if you want to hang out on Saturday or something, a low voice said. Excuse me, 
Delia straightened up so fast she banged her head against the top shelf of her locker. She turned and saw Stuart Andrews staring at her. Stuart Andrews, her stiffest competition for the Conklin Award, besides Karina. Delia leaned back against the locker and studied Stuart's face. What did you say? she asked. Stuart pushed a lock of black hair out of his eyes. I asked if you wanted to do something Saturday night. He grinned at her shyly. He's cute, Delia thought. Really cute. You mean, go out? Delia heard her voice squeak. Well, what am I doing? She thought. I already have a boyfriend. I thought it would be good to chill out, you know, before Monday night's talent competition, Stuart said. I don't know about you, but I don't want to spend the whole weekend butting my fingernails. I figure Sunday will give me enough time for that, he joked. Over Stuart's shoulder, Delia spotted Vincent striding down the hall. She felt her pulse speed up, the way it always did when she saw him. She quickly checked her lipstick in the mirror on her locker door. She pulled a tissue out of her pocket and blotted her lips, then swung the locker door shut. I'm sorry, Stuart, she said, gazing over his shoulder. Vincent waved and kept walking. But I can't go out with you. Vincent and I are. Oh, Stuart's smile faded. Okay, no problem, he blushed. See you Monday, then, he said. He started down the hall. At the talent competition. Yeah, okay. Bye. Delia watched him go. Weird, she thought. Stuart must know I'm going with Vincent. Everyone knows I'm going with Vincent, don't they? Frowning, Delia hurried over to the library to return a book. Then she climbed the steps to the second floor classrooms. She had this period free, but she had promised to meet Pretty in the geology lab. They needed to go over their notes before the test tomorrow. She turned down the hallway and heard someone say her name softly. Delia checked the hall in both directions. Empty. But she noticed that the door of the storage room stood open. Delia crept closer. She thought she heard someone say her name again. Delia pressed her back against the wall and shot a quick glance into the storage room. Stuart stood inside, deep in conversation with someone. Delia couldn't see who. Stuart wore a serious expression and he gestured with his hands as he talked. A girl's voice murmured a reply to him. Who is he talking to? Is he asking someone else out already? Delia wondered. Stuart shifted his position. Delia leaned forward, peered into the dark little room, and gasped as the other person came into view. Chapter 8 Karina? He's talking to Karina? In secret? Peeking into the doorway, Delia studied Karina's face, saw her angry expression. They're talking about me, Delia realized. I know I heard my name. They are planning something. Delia felt sure she knew what it was. You're late. The voice made Delia jump. She saw Brittany step up beside her. What's up? Brittany asked. You were supposed to meet me ten minutes ago. Delia grabbed Brittany by the arm and pulled her into the geology lab. She shut the door behind them. I'll tell you what's up, Delia whispered. Karina and Stuart Andrews are talking to each other in that storage room. I think she sent him to ask me out. She's trying to use him to break me up with Vincent. Brittany nibbled on the end of her French braid. I don't get it. Delia swept a pile of rocks to one end of the first table and slammed down her books. Stuart just asked me out. Brittany lifted her eyebrows. And you're upset about that? She shook her head and laughed. Being asked out by Stuart doesn't sound so bad to me. At least half the girls in school would like to go out with him. You don't get it. The more she thought about it, the more furious Delia felt. I said no to him. And the first thing he did is run upstairs and report to Karina, she told Brady. Don't you see? Karina talked him into it. She thought I'd say yes. Karina actually thought I would go out with Stuart. She did it to get me out of the way, so she could have Vincent all to herself. Delia began pacing up and down the lab room. Brittany followed her. Delia? 
I should go over there and tell her I know what she did, Delia interrupted, but I won't. The last thing I need is another scene with Karina. She is so out of control. She would probably try to kill me again. Delia? Brady tried again. What? Delia asked impatiently. She stopped pacing and turned to her friend. Um, Delia, don't get angry if I ask you this, okay? Delia nodded. Brady nervously tapped her fingers on the table. Why would Stewart agree to help Karina? It doesn't make sense. Delia stared at Brady for a second. Then she slumped back against the lab station. Maybe you're right, she admitted. It's hard to believe, but Stewart might have asked you out because he likes you, Brady said. You probably heard him talking to Karina about the Conklin Award or something. Your name would have come up. But why were they talking in the storage closet, Delia demanded. It's not the strangest thing Karina has done this week, right? Brady made her way to the door and stuck her head out into the hallway. Stuart is leaving, she reported, but I don't see Karina. Maybe she's still in there. Delia groaned. Karina is nuts, she said, and she's making me as crazy as she is. You can tell me. I've been acting insane lately myself. Brady turned to face her. Well, you have been a little stressed, she admitted. Delia and Brady both laughed. I'm stopping right now, Delia promised. All the Conklin judging will be over soon. Maybe things will go back to normal. Brady took another peek out the door. She's still in there. What is she doing? There is nothing in that storage room but broken furniture and cleaning stuff. I'm so sick of trying to figure out what Karina is doing, Delia sighed. And, in a weird way, I'm starting to feel sorry for her. She is ruining her whole senior year just because she feels she has to compete with me every minute. You know, competing with Karina used to be kind of fun. It pushed us both to try harder. Shh, Brady whispered. She's coming out. Delia hurried over to Brady. They peeked out the door and watched as Karina stopped at a water fountain. Brady, Delia whispered. Maybe we can help Karina. Maybe you could talk to her, you know, explain how much Vincent and I care about each other. Brady chewed her bottom lip. I don't know. You could tell her that I'm not angry at her, Delia continued, that everything is cool with us, as long as she doesn't do anything else to try to split Vincent and me up. Brady shook her head. I tried, she said. I stopped by her house on my way home. She didn't want to listen. She told me to go away. Delia groaned. She is so messed up. Well, there's nothing more I can do. If she won't talk to you, she definitely won't talk to me. I'll just have to stay as far away from her as I can. Delia watched Karina make her way down the hall with her head held high. Her blonde hair gleamed in the overhead lights. Her dark, pleated pants and two-piece pink sweater set were way too conservative. Delia wouldn't be caught dead in the outfit, but she had to admit, on Karina, it looked good. Better than good. Try talking to her again, Delia pleaded with Brady. She might listen to you, and she'll never listen to me. Talk to her one more time. I don't want to get in the middle of this, Brady insisted. Please, Delia begged. She knew that Brady would give in. Oh, all right, Brady sighed. Stop looking like a sick puppy. I'll go talk to her. Delia grinned. Thanks, Brit. I just want Karina to be okay. And leave me alone. Brady forced a smile to her face and stepped out into the hall. Delia hid in the doorway to watch her friend. Here goes nothing, Brady murmured. She took a deep breath. Then she called out loudly, Hey, Karina, wait up! Chapter 9 Hey, Karina, wait up. I've been looking all over for you, Brady called. Want to hang out after school today? I don't know, Karina replied. I have a voice lesson at five, and I'm supposed to study with Stuart before that. What did you want to do? Brady bent down to tie her shoelace, forcing Karina to stop walking while she waited. Good move, Delia whispered to herself. If they went too far down the hall, I wouldn't be able to hear them. 
I thought we could go to the mall or something, Brady said as she fiddled with her sneaker. Or just talk, you know, the way we used to. Talk? Karina asked. About what? Brady glanced at the doorway where Delia hid. She cleared her throat. Oh, come on, Karina. You know I'm Delia's best friend. We're all friends, right? I think we need to talk about what happened in the gym the other day. Delia watched Karina laugh. Oh, that? I lost it for a moment. No big deal. No big deal. Brady's voice rose. You almost strangled Delia. Delia felt a chill run up her back as she studied Karina's serene expression. She doesn't even care if she hurt me, Delia realized. Does she even remember what happened? You need to talk to somebody, Karina, Brady urged her. It doesn't have to be me. Maybe then you would realize you're not acting, Brady hesitated. You'd realize... Realize what? Karina asked impatiently. That Delia isn't willing to face reality? Delia gasped. Brady glanced nervously toward the lab room. Karina, she began. Tell your best friend Delia something for me, Karina said softly. So softly, Delia could barely hear her. Tell her she'll never win the Conklin, I guarantee it. And she won't get Vincent away from me either. Delia's stomach flipped over. It was bad enough hearing Karina say that when she went nuts in the gym. But now she sounded so much like the regular Karina, normal and confident. Except that her words were still crazy. She still thought that she and Vincent were a couple. Delia closed her eyes fighting against the icy cold feeling creeping into her stomach. She swallowed hard. If Karina thought she and Vincent were a couple, what would she do to keep him? Did you hear me, Delia? Karina called loudly. Delia's eyes flew open. I know you're standing there listening, Karina called. Listen all you want. Do you really want to hear something? Her voice grew shrill, angry. I'll give you something to listen to, Delia. I'll do anything. Do you hear me? I'll do anything to keep you from winning. Will I be able to fall asleep, Delia wondered, or will I lie awake all night thinking about the talent competition tomorrow? Maybe I should get out of bed and tune my guitar again. She sat up. No, I've tuned it twice. It wasn't out of tune to begin with. Maybe I should rehearse a little more, go over my song. No, I practically know it backward and forward. Delia let her head slump back onto the pillow. She shut her eyes tightly. Sleep. Sleep. I'll never win a talent competition if I yawn in the middle of my song. She rolled onto her side. Her legs were tangled in the bedsheet. I wonder what Karina is doing right now, Delia thought. I wonder if she is staring up at the ceiling as awake as I am, worrying about tomorrow. No way. She's probably been asleep for an hour. She probably went right to sleep because she knew I'd be wide awake. Crazy thoughts. Don't go paranoid, Delia scolded herself. She shut her eyes again and forced herself to think about popcorn. Soft, fluffy popcorn. Piles and piles of it. Floating down from the sky, covering the ground like snow. Popcorn, so soft, so silent, it always worked. A few minutes later, she drifted into a light sleep. Sometime later, she blinked herself awake and jerked her head up from the warm pillow. What was that sound? A scraping sound. Delia turned to the doorway, instantly alert. A scraping sound, followed by a cough. Who's there? She called out, her voice choked with sleep. A footstep, but no reply. In the gray light from the open bedroom door, Delia saw a dark form move toward her. Who is it? No reply. Delia started to sit up, but before she could move, a hand covered her mouth and nose, squeezed her cheeks, pressed down, keeping her from crying out. Delia twisted her head, arched her body, tried to slide out from under the hand, but the hand gripped too tightly for her to escape. The palm closed over Delia's nose, blocking the air, struggling, squirming, thrashing her legs. Delia stared up at her attacker, saw the light hair, the narrow, determined eyes, and recognized her. Karina! With an angry burst of power, Delia raised both arms and batted Karina's hand away. Karina, Delia choked out hoarsely. Karina, what are you doing? 
Karina's eyes flashed in the darkness, and then Delia saw another flash. A metallic flash at Karina's waist, the shape of a small pistol. This won't hurt, Delia, Karina whispered. Delia sank back helplessly as Karina raised the pistol, raised it over Delia's head. This won't hurt, Karina rasped. You won't feel a thing. Chapter 10 The glint of silver rose higher. Delia stared up at it in horror, waited for the explosion, waited for the pain. Oh, she gasped as she realized that she wasn't staring up at a pistol. Karina held a silvery tube of lipstick in her hand. Karina, wait, Delia pleaded. She felt Karina's other hand pressed down on her chest. And then Karina lowered the lipstick tube, lowered it, pressed the lipstick hard against Delia's cheek. Delia felt the lipstick smear down her cheek, across her chin. She struggled to sit up, but Karina held her down, smearing a sticky lipstick over Delia's forehead now, rubbing it in her ears, pushing it along the sides of Delia's nose. Karina, stop, Delia begged. Stop. Please, stop. Please. Why are you doing this? Stop. Please. As she begged, Delia suddenly realized that she was dreaming. She was in the dream, and outside the dream at the same time. She willed herself awake, opened her eyes. Her face tingled. She sat up and rubbed her hands over her face. No lipstick. No Karina and no lipstick. Just a dream. Just a frightening dream. Karina, I'm afraid of you when I'm awake, and now you frighten me in my sleep, Delia murmured. What am I going to do? Delia was number seven, last. Shifting slightly in the springing auditorium seat, she crossed her legs. She banged into Britty. Sorry, Delia murmured. She uncrossed her legs. Sit still, will you? Britty whispered, keeping her eyes on the stage where Stuart was performing his magic act. You wanted to perform last? I thought it would be able to relax and check out the competition, Delia whispered back. But this is making me nuts. Delia applauded mechanically as Stuart pulled his pet beagle out of a top hat. Britty giggled. How did he get the dog in there in the first place? How should I know? Delia mumbled. She crossed her legs again. Relax, Britty ordered. Great advice, Delia said, rolling her eyes. Tell that to my stomach. She uncrossed her legs again. Delia held up her hands in front of Britty. My palms are sweating. My hands are shaking. There's no way I'm going to be able to play the guitar. And how am I ever going to be able to sing my song? Britty started to chew on the strand of her long hair. Stop it, okay? You're making me nervous, she exclaimed. Delia scraped her wet palms against her black skirt. Then she reached for her purse and pulled out a little mirror. She checked her midnight wine lipstick for about the millionth time. She straightened her brightly colored brocade vest. She tugged down the sleeves of her white blouse. If only she didn't have to go last. I wish I could fast forward my life, she thought. Abracadabra! Stuart whipped away the silk cloth he had draped over his hand. A red and yellow parrot perched in his fingertips. Delia applauded along with the rest of the audience. About thirty or forty kids had stayed after school to watch the talent competition. He's good, Delia thought. He pulls off some great tricks, but his act isn't too original. Karina has a better voice. She's going to score much higher. But if the judges give me some points for writing my own song, I have a shot at winning the talent section, Delia decided. Where did he get a parrot? Britty laughed. Stuart bowed, and everyone applauded some more. Then he collected his props from around the stage. He appeared relieved as he carried them off. Delia's stomach tightened. Closer. The big moment was getting closer. Only one more number to sit through. She wondered how she'd ever get through it, especially since it was Karina's. I wish Vincent could be here, Delia said. But he said his mom was making him take his little brother to the dentist. Can you believe it? Well, I'm here to cheer you on, Pretty reminded her. And Gabe is right backstage. 
He promised that you'll look great under the lights he set up for your song. The boys rolled a massive grand piano onto the stage. Karina's piano, Bertie explained. I heard she had it shipped from her house, especially for today. Delia shook her head. This gets worse and worse every second, she thought. An older woman sat down at the piano and started playing scales. Karina's voice coach, Bertie announced. Delia gripped the arms of her seat and gazed at Karina. She sat in the front row and appeared calm and cool, and blonde and beautiful. As if she could feel Delia's eyes in her, Karina turned. Her lips started to pull back in a sneer. Then she must have remembered the judges. She smiled brightly and waved. What a phony, Delia muttered to Bertie. Delia thought about what had happened last week. How Karina had caught her eavesdropping, how Karina had threatened her. Since then, she had passed Karina in the hall several times, and every time Karina acted so sweet and made Delia's stomach ache. The judges called Karina's name. Delia watched her stand and make her way up the stage. Same dress she wore to homecoming, Bertie muttered. Yeah, Delia thought, the same beautiful dress, blue satin that clung to Karina's slender figure. Karina glided to the center of the stage. She introduced her song. Her voice sounded steady and confident. Then she stepped back while her accompanist played the introduction. When Karina started to sing, everybody in the audience sat spellbound. Wow, Bertie breathed. Karina didn't just have a good voice. She had a fabulous voice, clear and pure. Even though Delia didn't understand one word of the Italian song Karina sang, she knew it was a love song, a beautiful love song. Beautiful, just like Karina. Trying hard to appear casual, Delia turned in her seat. She had to see the judges' reactions. The three judges sat at the side, smiling as they stared up at the stage. As Delia turned back, she noticed someone staring at her from down the row. She leaned forward, craning her neck to see past Pretty. Sarah, she whispered, what is Sarah doing here? Shh, Pretty nudged her in the side. But why would Sarah... She's your kid's sister, Pretty whispered. Of course she's here. She wants to see how you do. Right. That proves Pretty didn't know Sarah too well. Any normal sister would want to see how I do. But Sarah isn't normal, remember? Shh. The girl sitting in front of Delia turned around and raised a finger to her lips. Embarrassed, Delia sank back in her seat. Then she stared down the row again. Her sister was staring hard at her, and she had the strangest smile on her lips. A pleased smile. Is she happy that Karina is doing so well? Delia wondered. Did Sarah come here to see me lose? Why is she smiling like that? Delia's thoughts snapped away from Sarah when the audience burst into applause. Applause that went on and on. She blinked and stared up at the stage. Karina smiled graciously. Delia didn't wait to see anymore. She couldn't stand it. Before the judges called her name, she jumped out of her seat. She made her way backstage and grabbed her guitar case. Gabe came hurrying over from the light control panel. You're going to do great, he whispered in her ear. Then he trotted back to his post. Delia watched the boys roll the piano off the stage. They set a tall stool in its place. She sucked in a deep breath and forced herself to let it out slowly. You have to pretend this is no big deal, she told herself. Delia Easton, one of the judges called. I'll pretend I'm at home, singing for Pretty and Gabe, and Vincent, she thought. I really wish Vincent were here. Delia held her head high and strolled out on stage. For today's talent competition, I've written an original song, she said into the microphone. She could barely see into the dark auditorium, but as she searched for the judges' faces, Delia's gaze fell on Karina. She had returned to her seat in the first row. Stewart sat beside her. Don't let her get to you, Delia told herself. She gave Karina a smile. It's a song about a boy and a girl and how much they mean to each other. It's called Vincent. Delia set her guitar case on top of the stool. 
She turned her back to the audience and unsnapped the clasps. She flipped open the lid, stared down at the guitar, and started to scream. Chapter 11 The Strings The strings, they had all been cut, cut in half. They hung over the bridge of the guitar, and the scrawled words glowed up at Delia. Words scribbled in wet red paint across her guitar. Ha ha. Delia's scream caught in her throat. She gaped at the guitar, blinked, blinked again, as if trying to erase the picture, as if trying to force the ugly sight away, and return the guitar to normal. Oh! She uttered a low moan as her eyes stopped at the hole in the center of the guitar. What was stuffed in the hole? Crumpled gray rags? No. No, no, no. A rat. A decomposing rat. Its head jammed inside the guitar, its pink tail and scrawny legs poking straight up. No! Delia's hands shot up to her face. She bumped the guitar case. The guitar toppled out, hit the stage floor. The rat bounced out and dropped with a soft plop on Delia's shoe. She kicked it away. The tattered gray body sailed only a foot or two. The sunken rat eyes stared up at her accusingly. Suddenly feeling sick, Delia sank to her knees on the stage. Now she could see the rat more clearly. See the mangy patches where its hair had fallen out. See the strips of skin peeling away from its body. See the dried blood caked on its back. Her pulse pounded in her ears, but the sound wasn't enough to block out the sound she heard from the audience. Startled cries, screams, gasps of surprise, murmured confusion. Footsteps thudded toward her. Then Gabe gently pulled her to her feet and helped her off the stage. Pretty ran over to them. Delia, what happened? Are you all right? Delia didn't answer. She stared out at the front row. Karina hadn't moved. Her lips were parted, her eyes wide. She appeared so innocent, little Miss Innocent. Delia uttered a screech of fury and hurled over to Karina. How could you? Delia's voice shook. Her body trembled. She pictured the rat jammed into her guitar hole. The scrolled ha-ha. She glared at Karina. How could you? Huh? What are you talking about? Karina demanded calmly. I know you did it, Delia shrieked. Karina shook her head. Sorry, I don't know what... That innocent act isn't going to work on me. You did this, Delia cried. That's enough, girls. A stern-faced judge sets between them. We'll find out what happened, and we'll deal with it. Karina stood up and met Delia's gaze. I don't need any tricks, she said softly, not to beat you. She walked away without another word. Delia watched Karina stride up the aisle. To Delia's surprise, Karina stopped at Sarah's seat. She smiled at Sarah then leaned close to speak to her. Sarah nodded. Then, without looking at Delia, she stood up and walked out of the auditorium with Karina. I don't believe it, Delia gasped. Karina and my sister? She turned to the stage and caught a glimpse of Stuart in the wings. Was he smiling? Was that a grin on his face? She squinted hard. She couldn't see him well in the shadows. I'm just gathering up my props, he called. He walked over and crouched down on the edge of the stage so he could talk to her. Are you okay? he asked. Yeah, Delia mumbled. I'm fine. It it was just such a shock. I don't believe someone would. Are they going to let you make up the talent section? He interrupted. Of course they will. They have to. Somebody deliberately kept her from performing, Gabe exploded. Stuart held up his hands. Stupid question, he admitted. It's just the first thing I would ask if the same thing happened to me. Let's get out of here, Pretty said impatiently. Yeah, Gabe agreed. We can get a soda or something while we wait to hear what the judges want you to do. Delia wrapped her arms around herself as they headed outside, but that didn't stop the chills from running through her body. 
I guess Karina meant it when she said that she would do anything to win, Brady said softly. Gabe wrapped his arm around Delia's shoulders. Where are your official bodyguards from now on, Gabe joked. Definitely, Brady said. Where you go, we go. At least until the Conklin Award is given out. I think Karina wants more than that, Delia told her friends. She wants the award, and Vincent, and everything I have, everything. She wants my life. Her friends tried to comfort her, but Delia could barely hear their soothing words. Once again, she pictured the cut guitar strings, the decaying rat stuffed in the guitar hole, its scrawny legs poking out. Once again, she pictured Karina's face, so innocent, so phony. What am I going to do? Delia asked herself. What can I do?